Thank you for tuning in to The Victory is Greater Than the Struggle with your host. My name is Jessica Newsom-Potts. I just got married. It has been almost a year, okay, since I've last done my podcast. I took a break back in March of 2022 uh, because I just got married and I was pregnant. I had my baby now and God really wanted me to just take a break, take a step back and work on not just me, but focus on my marriage and preparing for a baby who is, by the way, the cutest little kid on the face of the earth. I'll show you pictures next time. But I wanted to ask you guys a question. Where are you now? Right? So look back over the past year. Okay. The past 12 months. What have you learned? Okay. What, what have you applied that has made your life better? In general, so we're talking about same-sex attraction, overcoming those temptations, overcoming those feelings of of loneliness. Maybe you're just like, okay, I've been single for so long, and you know, I want to get married, I want to have kids, um, but I'm just struggling in that area. Maybe you don't like the opposite sex yet, and you're wondering when that's going to happen. You're struggling maybe in. Um, this season of loneliness and you're just like, well, hey, you know, I don't know how much more of this I could take. I want to kind of go back to my ex or find another same-sex partner because that's familiar to me. I know what that love feels like. I know what it looks like, even though that's temporary happiness, right? Because God called you out of it. So there's an array of things that you've been struggling with, right? Me as well. Sorry, me as well. There's different things that I struggle with season to season. And so taking a look back over the past year, where are you at right now? Okay, so this podcast is called The Victory is Greater Than the Struggle. So let's take a look at that. What is victory? Victory is overcoming a struggle over an opponent. Okay, so if this podcast is The Victory is Greater Than the Struggle. So Getting the victory over our opponent is greater. It's far more, um, uh, you get far more joy because you finally are getting the victory over certain things in your life. You're getting the victory over certain sins that God is calling you out of. You're getting the victory or you're walking towards the victory over those struggles in your life. And why do we have these struggles? We have these struggles because we live in this world and in this world, the lowercase g, God, the God of this world is Satan. And so Satan says, okay, well, I am going to try to entice you. I'm going to try to pull you in. I'm going to try you try to pull you back from the blessings of God, try to pull you back to those old nature, those old ways um, by three things. And that is the lust of the flesh. So same sex attraction, man, I'm lonely. And there's this girl that's right here and I'm attracted to her and I want to talk to her. And Sometimes we want to lean into that flesh, that, uh, that, that, that fleshly sin that entices us and calls us, right? There's lust of the eyes. I don't know about you guys, but it is so easy to look at someone else's life. It's so easy to scroll through Instagram and see all of these snapshots of someone else's life. And it just seems so glamorous. And you're wondering, man, how come my life doesn't look like that? How come I don't have victory in this area? I'm, I feel so lonely. I feel, um, 
I just feel miserable. There's no joy in my life. Um, and a lot of times it's because we are lusting with our eyes over someone else's life. And that's not even their full life, right? That is a snapshot of a A-plus moment in their day that lasted probably a couple seconds, right? Or an hour or whatever the case is. But they have so many other areas in their life where things are not perfect, just like you and I. But so often we lust um, with our eyes after other people's lives, what we perceive to be um, better than ours, okay? We're always looking at what other people have and we're just like, man, I want that. I need that. We think we need it, right? We think we want it till we get it, okay? I'm gonna get there. <laughs> and also the pride of life. Man, I don't know about you, but there are people that are out there that are so arrogant. They are just prideful in themselves. The enemy's like, you know what? I'm going to make you the God of your own life. You remember when uh, Jesus was tempted by the enemy and he was, and Satan was like, okay, hey, I will give you all of this land, all of this kingdom, and you could rule it if you serve me. Okay. So that's what the enemy does to us. He says, hey, I will give you X, Y, and Z if you serve me. I will make you God of, of your world. And so many people fall victim to this. So many people say, you know what? I'll be the God of my own world. I got my finances. I got my life, right? I'm in control. I manifest what happens in my life. When we exclude God and we sit on the throne thinking that we could fill his shoes and say, you know what? I got this. I got my life. I'm in control of my life. No one else. That is the beginning of our downfall, okay? So the pride that we develop thinking that we are the God of our own lives. And so the enemy uses these three areas to try to trap us, to bring us down, okay? And so, like I said, I got married in February 2022 um, to an amazing man. I have a beautiful daughter. Her name is Chloe. She is five weeks um, as of yesterday, I think. Yeah. Yeah. She's five weeks. Okay. Anyway, I'm on maternity leave right now and, um, it's been awesome and it's sucked at the same time. I am a, the kind of person that needs to be at work outside of the house. I can't sit at home. That's not my thing. Although I enjoy sitting at home with baby. Um, I can't, uh, do that for long. Okay. That's just my, my personality. Okay. And so, a lot of people have said, you know, man, Jessica, I want you to hurry up and come back to the podcast. When is this year up? Um, because I want to know what it's like being married and, and having a baby. And it's been almost a year. And it is so easy for people to look at my life outside looking in. And you can't even see inside of my life, right? Like we don't know each other, but you assume what my life looks like as a married uh, woman with a baby, okay? Um, you assume, uh, maybe not you, but people assume that my life is perfect to some degree. Like I have so much, well, this is the word that we like, that I am so happy. This is the word, okay? People are searching for happiness. Nowhere in the Bible does it say that, oh, we will be happy and then happy 24 seven. 
the Bible says that we can have joy, right? We can have joy, but happiness is not joy. Happiness says, well, circumstances in my life will give me this euphoric feeling of just being happy, right? I'm always just on cloud 10, right? On cloud nine, whatever. And um, I'm just good. And and that's not what God promises us. He does not promise us happiness. So that's something that we need to nix from our vocabulary because that is such a secular way of thinking. Um, my life since walking out of homosexuality to right now has not been full of happiness. I'll even go day to day, okay? In a 24-hour period from then to now, it has not been full of happiness. Yes, there are periods in my life where things are going well, okay? But even in those times when things are going well, at the end of the day, it's me in the bed by myself, right? Well, I'm married, so I'm not by myself now. But I'm in the bed and I'm left with my own thoughts. I'm left with my feelings. And there are things that make me not happy. There are issues in my life to where it's just kind of like, man, um, I need God to intervene. I need God to step into this thing and, 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 and help me out. So happiness is not a realistic goal that we should have as Christians, right? Um, the Bible says that we can have joy, we can have peace, um, um, all the fruits of the spirit, right? That's good. Okay, look that up. Uh, Ephesians 6, look up the fruits of the spirit. We can have those things, but we have to put on the full armor of God in order to obtain those things. So we have to go to battle armor. We have to go to battle in order to keep those things because the God of this world, Satan, is always trying to tear us down. So when you look at someone else's life, when you look at my life and you assume that things have been so just perfect for me and you're just lusting after my life, right? Because I've, I've, I've done this too with other people. I will look at someone who has a platform greater than mine and I'm like, man, if I could only get to where they are, if I can only have what they have, I will be, I will feel, right? I will be good. I will be good financially. I will be happy. I will feel so much better. But like the world says, this this one thing is true, more money, more problems, right? We think that if we get to a certain place in life, things will be so much better and we will be uh, free from any pain, heartache, sorrow, uh, things like that. And that's not true. So the lessons that I have learned in my singleness is God has prepared me up to getting married and having a kiddo. Um, those things that I allowed God to, to work within me to say, okay, all right, God, go ahead and, and transform my mind, transform my heart so that it looks more like your son so that I can be the woman of God that you've called me to be as I allow God to do that. And he changes me. I take those tools, right? I have them along with my armor, and I am able to walk into a new season, 
right? And this new season of being married and having a baby. And I am able to withstand the onslaught of the enemy in this season. So every season of your life, you're going to have enemies. You're going to have new devils. You're going to have lessons that need to be learned. You're going to have to take the tools from last season, those things that you've learned, and you're going to have to bring them into this season because the enemy is always coming at you. Now, I don't want to sound super morbid like things are going to super suck always. That's that's not true. I am happy to be married. I am happy to be a mom. But also I see how the enemy is attacking me. And if I, if I did not learn those lessons from before, man, I would have, God would not have given me a husband and a baby because I would not have known how to deal and carry those blessings because the weight of what the enemy is doing, trying to destroy it would have been too much for me to bear. But because I allowed God to show me and grow me, I was able, I am able to be able to have these blessings in my life in this season and being able to cultivate it and deal with the enemy at the same time and not let him steal my joy, not let him steal the blessings from me. Okay. So life is not perfect. Life is not perfect. So are you still ruminating over the things that you have lost? Are you still thinking about that ex-girlfriend because you're lonely now? Are you still, you know, um, putting, uh, uh, ministry or your job or a relationship or wanting to be married above God? Is that what is on the throne in your heart? Is God off the throne? Did you kick God off the throne and say, you know what, God, I want these things more than I want you. I love these things more than I love you. Because if we're doing that, we aren't going to get far. We aren't going to get far. I told you guys before, one of my biggest prayers Uh, because I struggled in this area, I said, God, help me to love you and want you more than I want these blessings that I don't yet have. That was my deepest prayer, you know, um, because I knew that my heart wasn't right. And so although we are in whatever season we're in, we have to know that if we take our time Become content with where we are. Do not put our desires above God. Allow God to grow us. Allow those lessons that God is trying to teach us. Allow us to learn those lessons. Allow us to trust him and have faith in him, right? When we do that, we're able to move out of the season we're in and into a new season. But if we don't learn those lessons, a lot of times God's like, okay, well, you're choosing to stay in the wilderness. You're choosing to um, be stuck in this place where you are. You know, so if you're stuck, if you're stuck in this vicious cycle of playing around with, you know, wanting to still kick it with your ex, same sex attraction, not really letting that go. Um, doing things that God is telling you not to do. If you're 
playing around with those things, if you're flirting with those things, how is God going to move you into the next season? He loves you too much to let you ruin blessings because you did not learn the lessons that you needed to in order to sustain the blessings. Okay. First John five, four, it says this, everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. So everyone born of God follows God, follows his command. Everyone born of God loves Jesus, loves the Holy Spirit, follow, follows the commandments, right? Uh, 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 follows the word of God. And so if we are born of God, if we love God, we overcome the world. We overcome the, the um, lust of flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life. We can overcome those things, right? And from that, what comes from being obedient to God, what comes from um, dying to ourself and saying, God, not my will, but let your will be done um, in my life as you do in heaven. What comes from that is blessings. So stop running after the blessing and run after God. Run after obedience. Run after dying to yourself. Run after those things. You run after those things, the overflow will come. The overflow will come. But we have to take a look and say, you know what? Where have I been this past year? Where am I stuck in my life? I know I have these desires, things I want, but what has God been telling me that I need to do or change or focus on and I haven't been obedient? Because ultimately it is up to us whether we're going to stay stuck it's not up to God. God's like, I'm not trying to keep you stuck. God wants you to learn and grow. God has seasons for you to be in, but he doesn't want you to stay stuck. Being stuck, that is up to us. That is an option that we choose through our disobedience. So grass is not greener on the other side. Grass is greener wherever you water it. So if you want certain things in your life, water the grass where you're at the season where you're at, water it, stop ignoring it. Many of us are not maintaining it. We are focused on someone else's grass instead of focusing on ours. Water where you're at right now. God has planted you here. He has planted you here. He's trying to cultivate the ground that you are in. He is trying to cultivate this season that you're in. He's using people. He's using things to help grow you as a woman of God or man of God. Okay. And so we have to water that. We have to water that and say, you know what, God, not my will, but let your will be done. Okay. I hope that you guys like this podcast. Um, I hope that you guys like this uh, episode. I will be doing this bi-weekly. Okay. So twice a month, I'm going to start off with that because, um, working and having a baby is a lot of work. Okay. And a husband, my God, that's a lot of work. So I will be doing a podcast, um, every other week, but then I definitely will be doing it weekly as time goes on. So just bear with me. Okay. Um, 
because I'm putting God first, right? I'm not putting ministry first. I'm putting God first because I want to grow. I want to be better, right? So if I want things ministry-wise, if I want to be the woman that God's called me to be, I have to be obedient and I have to do what he says, go at his pace and not my own. All right. I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please rate and review this podcast. If you're checking it out on YouTube, like it and subscribe. I love you guys. See ya.